Hello, fellow worshipers, and welcome to another episode of the Worshippers Heart Podcast. We welcome you today, and we are all here simply because of God's hospitality and grace. We share the privilege of extending this hospitality to you and to each other, and we recognize whether you are young or old, first-time or long-time listener, whether you are full of doubt or confidence, joy or sorrow, that at this time and in this place, we are all family because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. So we welcome you, welcome you, welcome you. We especially welcome our first-time listeners today, and we ask you and encourage you to tell others about this podcast and about the joy that we have in knowing and expressing Jesus to each other and the time that we take to fellowship together as a body of believers, as a community, as podcasters, as a time that we share telling more and the world about God. So I say if you are spiritually weary and in search of rest, if you are mourning and long for comfort, if you are struggling and you desire victory, we ask you to recognize that God loves you. God welcomes you and we welcome you here in the name of Christ. There is no stranger in this body. There is no stranger in this fellowship. So to all those who hunger and thirst for righteousness or whoever will come, this is the place where the door is open. And we welcome you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, fellow worshipers, so for this episode, we're talking about worship and judgment. And we're going to start off with Romans 3, 26, which reads to us, He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time, so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. When we think of judgment, immediately the first thing that comes to our mind is to judge justice or to be just but before defining judgment it's effective to look at the root of the word judgment the root of the word judgment judge originates from the latin word just meaning law or rights the latin word defines words with the prefix jud or J-U-D-I-C, as decide, determines the results, declare to be right, and the power to interpret the law. We know the laws as the Ten Commandments were given to Moses in the Old Testament in Exodus 20, verses 1 through 17. But when we look at the definition of judgment, it's defined as an opinion or decision that is based on careful thought, the act of judging something or someone, the ability to make good decisions about what should be done. But how does this impact our worship? How does worship and judgment coexist or mesh together? So we're gonna get into a depth overview about how these enhances, impacts, or hinders our worship to God. 
So in order to understand the judgment of God, we have to understand the love of God. And we've talked about the love of God in a previous broadcast. So if you have not listened to the love of God in a previous podcast episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to the the episode of the love of God. And God is love. And his love is an attribute that we should demonstrate one to another. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. 1 John 4, 8. So how is this love demonstrated if we're judging or condemning each other? Matthew 7 verses 1 through 2 tells us, Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. This means we shouldn't criticize, belittle, or minimize others and their flaws or failures. Because by that same judgment, we will be judged. The same judgment that we use against others does not exemplify the love of God. And it has a boomerang effect. It comes back on us. It comes back around. And because we're made in the image of God, as told to us in Genesis 1 verse 27... We should demonstrate the attributes of our Father. God wants us to be just, J-U-S-T, as told to us in Micah 6 verse 8. He has shown you, O moral, what is good and what does the Lord require of you to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. It is God's desire for us to be in fellowship and harmony with each other and not be judgmental of actions or behaviors of each other's, which we often do. We often do the latter before we do the first. So we judge, then we think about the fellowship and the harmony. When we should be in harmony and fellowship with, with each other and not be judgmental of the actions or behaviors of others. And this happens for us in various ways. But one way we often do it is when we're in the assembly of each other, when we're in our community or we're with each other and brothers and sisters and we're having dialogue with each other and we're passing back judgment about other folks with each other. That's when it happens often. But Hebrews 10 25 through 27 tells us not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as is the manner of some but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching for if we sin willingly after we have received the knowledge of the truth there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins for certain fearful expectation of judgment and fury and fury this means we should be encouragement for each other and building up the kingdom through each other and be an example of Christ in our fellowship with each other. When we lose sight of this and when we lose sight of this fellowship and with each other, it hinders our growth in Christ, therefore hindering our worship. God gave the ultimate sacrifice for our sins through the death of Jesus. When we lose sight of this sacrifice, we're lost. 
To be lost or reject this sacrifice places us in a certain fearful expectation of judgment. Paul Enos tells us in the Moody Handbook of Theology, this overview explanation of justice and judgment. And it reads as this. Justice means that love must always be shown whether or not a situation of immediate need presents itself in pressing and vivid fashion. Love in a biblical sense then is not merely to indulge someone near at hand, rather it involves justice as well. This means there will be a concern for the ultimate welfare of all humanity a passion to do what is right, and enforcement of appropriate consequences for wrong action. Actually, love and justice have worked together in God's dealing with the human race. God's justice requires that there is a payment of the penalty for sin. God's love, however, desires humans to be restored to fellowship with him. The offer of Jesus Christ as the atonement for sin means that both justice and the love of God have been maintained. That's what we often forget. The price was paid, the atonement of sin, that both justice and the love of God have been maintained. When we lose sight of that, We're not close in harmony. We're not close in unity. We're not close in the love of God. We have placed ourselves in a place of judgment. So we have to remember and understand the value of love and justice. They go hand in hand and enrich our worship. It's important that we know they work together in harmony. They enrich our worship. And when we don't do that, we remove ourselves out of the love of God. So to alleviate the competition with each other, to alleviate the judgment, we have to learn to work in harmony. We have to learn the value of love and justice for each other and not our place of justice, but our place of justice with Christ so that we don't lose the harmony that we desire as brothers and sisters in the kingdom. So when we stay focused, we lose the judgmental mindset and we stand together in love, unity, and harmony.
And in closing, I leave you with this. We thank you, God, for being the God of love. As in Jesus Christ, you gave yourself to us so that we may give ourselves to you, that we may live according to your holy will. Keep our feet firmly in the way wherever Christ leads us. Keep our lips that our lips may speak the truth that Jesus teaches us. Fill our bodies with the life that is Christ within us. Bless us, O oh God. Open doors to us. Bless the thresholds we cross, the roads that we drive upon and lay before us. Go with us as we go, and we will welcome you in every place. In the holy name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And remember... At the end of the day, all you need is a worshiper's heart.